Glad that everybody's here. Special shout out to my Oma and my Opa back in Oregon. My family, from my family to yours, Merry Christmas. My mom and dad, if they're not on, they're in trouble. (laughs) Just kidding. Well, we're going to be in the book of James this evening. And before we start, let's begin with the word of prayer. Lord, we, we pray that you would guide and direct us this evening, and we just want to pour our praise out to you, to learn more of you, to learn more of your word. We thank you for the greatest gift that could ever be given, which is your son. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, my kids, God bless them, you know, they've grown up in a Christian home. They love church, but not as much as they love getting presents on Christmas Day. Now, for all of us, Christmas means different things. And for my family, at least, for my kids, the only thing they're thinking of is what's under that tree in the morning. And we know that the greatest gift that's given for those of us that are believers is Jesus Christ himself. And Jesus' birthday is the only birthday in which everyone else gets presents except for the person whose birthday it is, which is Jesus himself. Well, in James chapter 1, it is written in verse 16 through 18, Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth, that he might be a kind of firstfruits of his creatures." I want to summarize a little bit of the first few verses of James chapter 1, because there in already 18 verses, he explains that we are to endure trials, that we're to ask for wisdom from God, that we're to be stable in the word of God, that life is frail, and that it doesn't last as long as we think it does. He tells us to resist temptation, and then he also tells us that that temptation does not come from God. God doesn't test anyone uh, with sin. And then he reminds us here that every good and perfect gift comes from above. The Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust. There's so much to be thankful for. There's so much for us to rejoice in in this Christmas season. And there's so many of us that have been looking at all the negativity, all the darkness. And there's plenty to find. We're not searching it out. It's finding us. Uh, we've been told by some that this is going to be a dark winter. A win- I, I think it was what a winter of death, I think it was said. But we know as Christians that it is a winter of life because we know that we, there's a day that's put aside for the greatest gift of all mankind is given to us, Jesus Christ. And that we're to ponder and to meditate on all the great things that he has done. Every good and perfect thing comes from above. All the things that we enjoy, all the goodness of life comes from him. A laughing baby. That feeling of a a good meal. Friendship. Love. Mornings and sunrises. The stars in the sky. Kindness, compassion, every good and perfect thing comes from the Father of life. There is no shadow of turning. And we know that the greatest gift is Jesus himself. In John 3, verse 16, it says, For God so loved the world 
that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So just as you look under a tree, if you have one, and you get those gifts, it's given to you, and there's no expectation with it. It's yours. You get to have it. You get to take it. Now, if you've got coal in your stocking, I can't help you. At least you can use that to stay warm this winter. But our salvation is freely given to us. It's a gift. There's no strings attached. And we have this feeling sometimes like the gift that we are God's greatest gift to humanity. We have this feeling sometimes that we're the one that makes all these good things. That, that we're the reason that there's so much joy in the planet. Well, I know it ain't me, but the Bible is also very clear that that doesn't come from us either. That in us dwells no good thing. In Romans chapter 7, it says, For I know that in me, that is my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good I do not find. Paul's telling us there in the book of Romans that we're fallen, we're broken, bad things are happening in this world. It can be a dark world, it can be a, a, a difficult world, but that every good and perfect thing in the book of James comes from God. Every good and perfect thing. And he gave us as a gift his only begotten son. Now, I know I'm, I'm losing some of the kids, so let's get some of the kids back. I remember when I was a young boy that times were tough. I didn't know they were tough when I was growing up, uh, but my mom, she was raising a, a, me and my brother. Um, it, she was a, a single mom, working full-time, going to school at night, in Army Reserves, just trying to make ends meet. And we would have all of our presents unwrapped on Christmas Eve. We would get together, my brother, my mom, and I. Um, sometimes my grandparents were there, sometimes they weren't. We'd open all the presents on Christmas Eve because my mom would work Christmas Day. Hello, holiday pay, double time. So she would work the shift on Christmas Day. But I remember vividly one Christmas morning, my brother and I woke up. We were old enough. We were kind of latchkey kids watching ourselves. My mom had left a special gift in the living room. So we got up and we saw it. It was this hockey stick set, one for my brother and one for me. I remember it like it was yesterday. It was blue and white, had orange balls and an orange puck so that we could play street hockey with the neighbors. And so we took that gift and we started playing with it. All the kids are out front. This is back when kids played outside. (laughs) And we were outside, we would play it. But that gift was so special to me, I didn't just use it as a hockey stick. I used it as a gun. I used it as a bat. I used it to pick things off the tree. We had an apple tree. I could knock apples off of it. Now, even as a little kid, I was watching. There wasn't even the History Channel yet. They had TLC, the Learning Channel. And on the Learning Channel, they had these history documentaries. And I'd, I'd come home and I'd watch them. Ooh, Spartans, what are those? And then I'd be in the backyard with guess what? That hockey stick was a spear. I remember watching a documentary on the Revolutionary War. Guess what? I beat the British to death in the backyard of my house, (laughs) stomping back and forth with that hockey stick. I mean, I used that thing for everything. I remember we wore that thing down playing hockey that the bottom of the plastic was um, run down by the asphalt outside. I used that gift. Now, my kids don't know the joys 
of being poor. Praise God for it. My kids have so many toys. They have boxes of toys. They have a box of toys in their bedroom. We've got a box of toys in the living room. I've got multiple bedrooms. I mean, they, they're going to have even more toys tomorrow. And, and half these toys, they, they probably played with it twice, two times, threw it in the box. See, they've been given gifts, but they don't use those gifts the same way. They don't realize what gifts they have. One more gift story. I remember being at Oma and Opa's house on Sandy Lane. I remember we were given, I don't remember if it was Easter or if it was Christmas. My Oma and Opa will have to tell me. But I remember we got super soakers with an adjustable nozzle. It could shoot in different directions. My brother and I went up and down the street. I remember we were shooting the neighbor girl through the fence. It was exciting times. But I remember that one toy because it was so special. You didn't, you didn't get toys when I was growing up like that. Well, we have been given a gift, a precious gift in his son. But the question for all of us is what are we doing with it? To some of us, we put it in the corner in the box. For some of us, it is so precious. He who has been forgiven much loves much. And it's precious, and we carry it wherever we go. See, the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 6 that we have been set free from sin. And having become slaves to God, you have your fruit to holiness and the end to everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. We have been given a gift of eternal life. And it's by faith alone. See, some of us think that we're the ones that do this. And you, and you may have heard, okay, well, I got this gift. I'm going to use it. No, it, it's just given to you. See, the gifts were equally given to my kids. I throw them in the box. And then dad yells at them because it's a big mess all over the house. Or when I had a, that one hockey stick that I played with until it fell apart. See, the Bible tells us that we're given that gift, and it's by faith alone in Christ in Ephesians 2. For grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. Freely given. We, just, we unwrap it by faith. Lord, I believe in you. I don't know how this works, but I just trust you. And he gives it to you. He gives you his only begotten Son. But you may be asking yourself, okay, Mike, I get it. It's given by faith. I'm a Christian. I'm saved. I have this gift. But how do, how do I do it then if nothing good dwells in me? Like how, how do I operate it? How do I carry that thing around like you carried that hockey stick around? How do I carry my Christian faith with me every day? How do I exercise and use this gift? No, spraying the next door neighbor girl with your super soaker is not how we do this. But... The Holy Spirit in Romans chapter 12 tells us, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophecy, prophesy in proportion to our faith or ministry. Let us use it in our ministering. He who teaches in teaching, he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, He who shows mercy with cheerfulness. There's a a long list of things that we can do. If you've been forgiven by Jesus Christ, fun thing that you can do is just meditate, just think, 
that every good and perfect gift comes from above. Every good thing on this planet comes from Him. And enjoy it. Another thing you can do is share it with other people. There's enough darkness in this world. There's enough television programs and apps and TV that are just spoon-feeding you darkness and lies and trials. But there's so much to enjoy. There's so much to encourage. And then we can share that with other people. We can love them. We can have compassion. We can have healing words and encouragement. We can teach. My gift is preaching and teaching. That's, that's what I do. Some of you, that terrifies you. That's okay. For some of you, it's just having compassion. It's just calling someone and asking them how they're doing. For some of them, it's a word of knowledge. You just have that right scripture to share with the brother or sister. For some of you, it's taking care of your house. For some of you, it's, it's business. There's all kinds of different gifts that you can use to further God's kingdom. The issue is that so many of us have been overtaken with this depression and this anxiety and this nervousness and this fear of what the next day will bring. What bad news is coming? I'm going to tell you a secret. None of your kids are thinking that. Because tomorrow morning, they're going to wake I don't. If you come from a poor family or a rich family, if you have a lot of gifts or a couple, I've grown up in both. And they're going to be excited. They're going to jump out of bed. They're going to run to your bed. They're going to wake you up with excitement because of the gifts that have been given them. How different would it be if we woke up tomorrow morning with the gift of Jesus Christ in excitement of what he's given us spiritually, what he's given to us in the word of God, what he's given to us in just enjoying another day that's a lie. Maverick, go sit down. The gift of parenting. We need to wake up tomorrow and exercise the same joy the same joy that our kids have. And then we can think of what Jesus says when he says, you need to have faith like these little kids. Faith like these little children. Not like the Pharisees or the scholars, not like the apostles or the disciples. No, he points to the kids and says, let's have faith like them. So tomorrow morning, I expect to hear stories on Sunday about how the old men in here jumped out of bed with excitement for Christ from your wives. Okay, maybe, I don't want anyone to get hurt. Don't want anyone to get hurt. But we have this great gift of Jesus Christ that's been given to us. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this fantastic gift. We thank you so much that everything good comes from you, everything perfect. We know the things that are wrong, Lord. Help us to meditate on the things that are good our families, our husbands, our wives, our children, Lord. Another day alive. For some of us, Lord, are, are struggling. We've maybe lost a loved one. And Lord, I just pray that you would encourage them that they have another day, another evening to just enjoy your creation and the good things you've given us. We thank you, most importantly, that you've made a way of salvation through your Son and that by faith alone, we can know him and have a relationship in him. And I pray for those that are here or listening online, Lord, that they would come to know you. And if they don't know you, that they would simply pray this prayer silently and in their own heart. 
Father, forgive me. I know that you died and rose again for my sin. I call you as Lord. Please fill me with your spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, there is, for those of us that are here, a dessert potluck out there. There's coffee. um, There's water. I believe there's some other drinks. Um, Just take your time. Enjoy. You can fellowship here in the sanctuary, in the kitchen, just around. God bless you and have a wonderful evening. If you need prayer, we're up here. We'll pray with you. God bless.